is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Sam. We invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features you'll find there completely free. Uh, Again, that's freetalklive.com. And, of course, we'll tell you more about those features here coming up in a little bit. Big news today, and it's not good. That is the FCC voting in favor, as was predicted, of the new net neutrality guidelines. Now, I haven't dug too deep on this, but it's my understanding that basically they didn't go as far as the people who want net neutrality wanted them to go, but they went somewhere. And they have, um, we'll try to pull up some more details on exactly what they're doing. But essentially, they are prohibiting, as I understand it, they're prohibiting any of the companies out there, the internet access, or internet service providers, the backbone people, the people that provide the internet service. Uh, they're prohibiting them from throttling bandwidth. They're prohibiting them. No, no, no. They're, they're prohibiting them from blocking, quote, legal content. What's legal content? Well, whatever they decide it is. Exactly. So that's what they're doing. Well, they, the intention that they're selling, at least, what they're selling to people is that, well, this is going to make all websites equal because the big bad corporations are going to give preference to the websites that pay them versus the little mom and pop websites that aren't paying them. They're going to give more bandwidth to YouTube rather than to Free Talk Live or something like that. Well, it's ridiculous. They're they're going to build a two-tiered internet and you know, there is equality today with all websites. If you want a bigger website, you buy a, a more dedicated server. Uh, because you're generating the traffic, because you're generating the interest, or you have people who are willing to donate their bandwidth and their traffic to you to mirror your site. That's uh, a WikiLeaks is a perfect example of this. And what they want to do is be able to control it and throttle it. And this is really more about using the FCC regulations to guarantee a new revenue stream for the service providers. Because what they're going to do is go back and start being able to charge YouTube and Google Video and whoever else is doing a lot of uh, bandwidth and implement the same tired old uh, telephony model that they use where you have to pay each other through all of these complicated uh, traffic rates for for that the government's that determine basically those rates right? to some extent yeah, yeah it's the state PUCs there, there's within the phone networks they divide it up between inter and intrastate uh, and local traffic so you have these three categories. They all have different rates associated with them, uh, and the rates are all different across the 50 states. So it's it's just made this huge mess. Then you also, in the when the ISPs were coming around and it, when dial-up Internet was first getting going, mm-hmm. uh, what carriers were doing is because you would get paid for uh, traffic that you terminated to somebody else, they would, they would sign up um, – or you would get tra- you would get paid for traffic that's coming into your network and terminating to you. So what the CLEX would do, which these are the competitive local exchange carriers, is what that stands for. These are the little guys who are starting up in the business, and the FCC supposedly made all these rules to help them uh, get their foot in the door. This is what the Telecom Act of 1996 was all about. This used to be your business, by the way. You used to do this exactly. Yeah, this, this is exactly what I did. 
Um, so they figured out real quick, it's, this is an easy way to game the system. So the Celex would go out and they would sign up a lot of carry, a lot of uh, companies out there who would receive a lot of traffic. So things like call centers, ISPs, and so forth. And they would get millions of minutes coming into their network. And they're getting paid by the minute, like a cent a minute or something like that? It depends. Half a cent or something? Those three rates. But it could be like a hundredth of a of a penny if it's local. Mm-hmm. It might be, uh, oh gosh, two or three cents, tenths of a cent if it's... Um, if it's interstate and it's it could be as high as uh, a tenth of a penny if it's intrastate. But, but because the government mandated that uh, whatever the wh- whoever was delivering the call to the local provider would have to pay that local provider to take the, the call. Is that right? Right. Well, whenever there's a traffic imbalance. So, I mean, basically what they were saying is if the networks are equal and you're sending and receiving as much traffic, then that's fine. But whoever's sending more traffic, the other carrier has to pay them because that terminating carrier has to beef up their network to handle your Mm -hmm. extra traffic, even though it's really it's going to their customers anyway. So what are they going going to do? You know, say, oh, sorry, we're not going to let you get calls from Sprint. Mm. So then what the Celex did is they went out and they started signing up all these ISPs and all of these uh, phone uh, phone centers that receive calls but don't ever place any. Yeah. And so they started getting multi-million dollar payments in and that became their business model to really milk the uh, the incumbent, the big Verizon, AT&T uh, local providers out yeah. there. So then they passed this three-to-one law where they said, okay, you only pay this rate over – uh, when on internet on the first three three times the traffic imbalance. So if you're sending uh, ISP dial-up traffic and it's 500% of the or, or more than half of the traffic, it's this massive amount. Only the f- the first three, first times three times of the imbalance is what that goes at the first rate, and then there's another rate. A lower it, rate. Is yeah, and it's not it's that, very complicated. Exactly. That's all I'm pointing out with this yeah. is they just keep creating and stacking all of these rules on. None of them really work. None of the, the carriers could figure this out on their own, mm-hmm. and it all comes back to really. Well, haven't they figured it out when it comes to wireless? I mean, to some extent. I mean, is how how involved is the FCC there with creating all these rules? You have basically the same thing in wireless, though. Instead of the LADAs, which are these smaller, uh, you can have several LADAs in a county. Sometimes it's the opposite of that. But in the wireless arena, they have what are called MTA, Metropolitan Transit Area, I believe which can span several states. So these are much larger, but those are the lines that they cross. And, you know, the the wireless carriers, of course, hand off some of their traffic to the long-distance carriers for transport. So then you have to apply the the landline rules, and it, it's just... It's a mess. It's a big mess, and it takes it's companies coming in there, hiring $300 an hour consultants like I used to be to go in and figure all this stuff out for them. So, so good luck starting up if you're uh, you know oh, if you want to get into the communications business. Millions of dollars just just for lawyers just to get started yeah. because you have to go to the PUC and you know get all the regulatory Commission. approval correct. And it all comes back to just the and, fact that we have these local municipalities around the country only only granting the authority for one or two uh, providers whether it's your utility, your phone or your electric and creating these local monopolies that have manifested into this larger need for the FCC. I mean, it's an unintended consequence of their own monopoly control over over the streets. And so you're saying this complicated system 
is going to likely kind of come out of what it is now called net neutrality. Like this is the beginnings. Yeah, of, this is of this. exactly what I was doing before I left. Uh, we we were doing the DPI DPA deep packet inspection and deep packet analysis, where basically the so traffic is coming across the pipe. It's kind of like drinking from a fire hydrant. So you can break it up into the different protocols, and you've got web traffic, you've got FTP traffic, you've got uh, the different ports and things can be separated out so you can get smaller streams. And then within those streams, you can take samples and so forth and start doing uh, deep packet analysis, or I forget which is which, but it's been a while. But basically, you're then looking into the traffic and seeing what websites are they going to, what content are they looking at, and so on. And the idea was eventually to be able to start billing for this, to create the uh, the same percentages that we did for the voice traffic on the Internet traffic so that uh, Bell South at the time was really, you know, the one big one pushing on this. And they've, of course, merged into AT&T. So AT&T is really keen on being able to start going after Google and YouTube and all of these other companies out there and start charging them or put them on the slow Internet where your videos take uh, several minutes to load. That would really suck. And I can understand why people would look at net neutrality as this possible solution to that, right? Because that's the, the specter that's being hung out there is that, well, without the government stepping in and enforcing net neutrality, you've got AT&T and all these other companies going to charge these websites, which means those websites might have to start charging users, etc. Right. But think about it. If you're YouTube, how many local phone companies are you going to be sending checks out to to make sure those customers can get access to your site? It just becomes unmanageable. It's mind-boggling. More coming up here at 800-259-9231. It would seem to me the but we'll come back to talk more about net neutrality in a moment. This is Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit PorcupineRealtor.com. That's PorcupineRealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever you want, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that you will find there completely free. Features including our news updates. We'll clue you in whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up. Uh, news.freetalklive.com. You can follow us via email or you can do Facebook or Twitter, whichever works best for you. News.freetalklive.com. And by the way, Free Talk Live is brought to you by SACL CAI. You need some collections work done? Quit doing it yourself. It's a pain. Turn it over to the people that know what they're doing and will get it done while respecting your customers at the same time. Uh, you can go to SACL CAI's website through our banner right there at the top. It's their banner right at the top of our banner column at freetalklive.com. They are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients too. SACL CAI. All right, so we're going to come back to net neutrality. I've got a piece from Wired that kind of breaks down what actually went on today. Okay. Uh, but first, Jim is on the line in Illinois. And, Jim, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Sam. Hey, uh, how's it going, guys? Hey, Jim, hey, what's great. on your mind tonight? Hey, um, 
I don't remember if it was last week or the week before, the uh, the son of Bernie Madoff uh, committed suicide. Um, I don't remember what the deal was with it, but uh, obviously his father was the guy who was embezzling all of that money, or, or it was the, uh, the Ponzi scheme, rather. And no sooner than that happened, than conspiracy theories started coming out about it, with one person um, I recall seeing um, posting saying that it was indeed a professional hit. And I'm really getting frustrated with these conspiracy types for the main reason being that a lot of them seems to be, seem to be um, in the liberty movement. And a lot of times, well, I won't say a lot of times, but there are times when I talk to people about, you know, the liberty movement and they go, oh, you're, you're one of those, uh, you know, truthers or one of those chemtrails people or mm-hmm. one of the so on and so forth. And I'm really getting tired of this. I mean, I don't disparage anybody for having whatever beliefs they want. I myself hold two conspiracy theories, but the difference. But the difference here is, is that I believe that it is more important to get out there and tell people about liberty and make that the focus of what you're talking about. Get out there and talk about voluntary voluntarism. Get out there and talk about agorism. Get out there and talk about the non-aggression principle. We all know that government is evil. I mean, you could just look at C-SPAN any day and see what they're doing. Um, there's no need to hide behind. You know, all of these Illuminati, Mason, whatever connections, when everything's right on, you know, right on TV for show. That's always uh, been my viewpoint. And I can understand the appeal of the conspira- a lot of the conspiracies out there. You know, they, the, the more you dig into them, the more fascinating uh, they can become. Uh, but unfortunately, at the same time, you're also digging yourself down this uh, rabbit hole into crazy land where people are going to look at you uh, as though, you know, you've lost your mind. Um, and it's it's already difficult enough to convince people on the issues of liberty, just on the issues, without bringing exactly. anything else into the picture. It's already enough of a challenge to communicate the ideas of liberty to people, let alone to try to bring them on board with some sort of, you know, half-cocked conspiracy about how uh, uh, the it was actually the aliens that uh, shot a death ray on 9-11 <laughs> and, and wasn't uh, – that the, the airplanes were illusions and uh, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, there's all kinds of stories out there. And all kinds of purveyors of uh, of those stories. So I agree with you. I think it's a major distraction, and maybe some of it is true. You know, maybe like for instance on the nine eleven thing. I'll you know, there's no doubt there are some real good questions. What about Building Seven? <laughs> That's one of those things that there's there's just no real good answer to. Um, and the same with the Pentagon. I just watched last night uh, Jesse Ventura's conspiracy theory, where he covered a lot of the evidence and put people in a flight simulator to try and get them to recreate the incident and none of the pilots can do it and a lot of the pilots are speaking out saying hey the claim is that this thing was going 130 knots over the design capacity for the aircraft and again it's all very interesting but then look back to uh, jfk's assassination Mm -hmm. and all of the theories that surrounded that then just a few years ago somebody came out on their deathbed basically saying yeah you know i was part of this it was the cia and uh, yeah we off the guy i mean as i recall that's what happened it didn't really make headlines I mean, it, it certainly oh, was reported. See, that's but, where I would disagree. And, and I think, you know, it does make a difference because if you go out and you do a poll and you ask people, do you believe the official story of the magic bullet and, you know, the JFK assassination? I think it's in the 90 percent now that don't believe what the government told them. Mm-hmm. And the same is happening for the whole the 9-11 truth movement but, but, and so but, forth. But I guess what I would ask, though, is why would you be even asking that question in the first place if you're trying to uh, reach people to a liberty perspective. 
Well, you know, I think there are a lot of different paths to liberty, and the conspiracy theory is something that I've been studying in the last few years and, and sort of understanding more and more of. I still I think it's probably more effective at this point to talk to people about just the pure you know, liberty aspect, the pure principles involved, take something real that doesn't involve the conspiracy ideas and so forth. But there is also a huge part of the population that this kind of stuff interests them. They want to know about it. They want to learn about it. And it also, you know, when you look at things like fluoride and and what they're putting in the water and you learn the truth behind that, that can be a real eye opener because it's something that personally impacts people. Whereas a lot of the news stories and so forth that are about other folks and the government being corrupt and doing all of these things doesn't really have a local impact on anybody's life. I get that, but I think my my whole thing is that, well, I like I said, I understand um, that people have these things, and I'm not disparaging anybody for having, you know, certain beliefs. Like I said, I hold two conspiracy theories. One of them actually is one that I heard from Ian, and it sounded, uh, sounded pretty reasonable that a lot of the, con- the stuff leading people to conspiracy theories was actually planted by the government to divert attention. Yes. I think it's plausible. I mean, there's no evidence for that, but... Uh, <laughs> no, I have no evidence for that, or my other conspiracy theory that um, there's, I, due to the fact of the um, BP oil spill last summer that uh, oil prices didn't dramatically increase. So it tells me either the oil spill was either was either um, not as big as they thought, or there's a heck of a lot more oil out there than they're telling us. There's a heck of a lot more oil out there than they're telling people. Well, it's also my understanding that it wasn't as uh, damaging to the environment as was being initially reported. Uh, no, it's been very, but very damaging to the environment. I do environment. hold those two conspiracy theories, but that's not my point. My, you know, my point when talking to someone, I should say, I want people to understand and really learn the non-aggression principle. And once that falls, and you know, once you get that into somebody, and that's, I think the non-aggression principle is something that appeals to everybody, because I believe, well, more, more toward liberals maybe, because, you know, not, in, not initiating violence, that sounds... That it's pretty, pretty good. basic. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty understandable for a lot of people. And and I definitely understand your frustration when, you know, you're saying you're coming across people when you're talking about the ideas of liberty and they're pigeon pigeonholing you as a as a conspiracy theorist and that I that is a definitely a frustrating thing. But what can you do about that, right? I mean, we certainly can't stop people from indulging in uh these uh, pastimes of theirs, which is essentially what this is. I mean, it's a hobby for folks to to spend their time learning about conspiracies and and uh, watching DVDs and and you know, encouraging other people to uh, to do the same things and to dig into the the rabbit hole. Uh, so what can you do besides just simply say, "Well, no, that's not what I believe. I I focus on this and this and this." You just have to change the conversation and, and and shift in the direction that uh, that you want to, because we're certainly not going to be able to stop the conspiracy movement. No. So what else can you do? Well, that's true. Right. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Maybe getting together with other like-minded individuals would help, too, um, perhaps as part of the Free State Project. Maybe if you are not the only guy talking about liberty, it will be more difficult to pigeonhole you as another one of the crazies. It's your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nesquik. Try Nesquik 4-Packs, perfect for lunches and great for kids on the go. Look for it in the juice aisle. Snack time is a great chance to sneak extra calcium into your child's diet without making him feel like he's eating something he doesn't want. Serve up dairy-rich foods like smoothies, flavored milk, frozen yogurt, and string cheese. He'll love the treat, and you'll love knowing how good it is for him. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday.
is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com is the place to go. You can enjoy the features there on the site completely free. And those features include the wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners just like you. You can go over and edit virtually anything that you see there. WIKIwiki.freetalklive.com. Now, what if you found out that the best liberty activists from around the world were moving to the same place in order to achieve liberty in their lifetimes? Would you want to join them? Well, I did. And you can, too. It's happening, and you can be a part of it. Join the Free State Project at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. As we continue here uh, talking about – well, we actually had – we're going to get back to net neutrality here in a little bit. Uh, but Jim had called in to talk about the conspiracy theorists out there and how their existence and their increasing popularity has made it difficult for him and his uh, conversations that he's having with people about the ideas of liberty to have a conversation without having somebody bring up, well, so you're one of those people that believes that uh, the 9-11 da 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 and bring up some conspiracy theory and, and essentially use the existence of conspiracy theorists to discount whatever it is he's saying, even though he may not be one of those conspiracy theorists, but just to use the fact that they exist and that some of them couch their terms in some conspiracy theorists are of a liberty mindset, but not all of them. Uh, in fact, I'm not sure what the crossover is. I'd be interested to see. I don't know if a study has ever been done on this, but I'd, I'd be curious to see a breakdown of the conspiracy movement. Like how many of them actually believe in liberty versus how many of them just think that this government is evil and that they just need to put their government guys in to uh, to control things. And if they put their government guys in, then <laughs> there will be no more conspiracies and everything will be will just be peachy. I, I just wonder about that. I would just from what I you know my experience. I would say it's probably 70-80% somewhere in there. 70-80% what? Are people who don't necessarily get that government is immoral and um, unethical from the beginning. That they think, you know, there, there's probably wide ranges of solutions within there, but they're all, we got to get back to the Constitution. Take we control of the system. the right people, right. take control of the system, whatever it is. Yeah, I, and I agree with you because the move, the conspiracy movement, at least from my experience of, and I've seen some of the videos, um, so I'm familiar with it. I've done some of the looking into some of the issues. Uh, the movement, the the heads of the movement don't tend to approach things from a, a liberty perspective. They Correct. tend to approach things from a, this is what's really going on, and here's what you can do. Spread some DVDs around and inform people, and then we'll elect the right people. They don't come at it from a principled perspective of government is doing if you believe that government is doing these things it's doing them and there's nothing that you can do to stop it because it's power it attracts the corrupt it attracts the corruptible right but there i i don't think that's a fair assessment of what the conspiracy movement or the the people that are out there waking people up to the alternative truths that are out there um they're not just you know hand out dvds and watch this movie they're advocating that people go to city councils do things to get fluoride out of the water for example or they um, have been promoting like the uh, not National Opt Out Day and different activists bringing stories of interest of of severe government oppression, like the Baby Cheyenne story here. I mean, there are a number of things that they're doing that reach out beyond tell people about the conspiracy kind of thing. 
All right. So one other thing I wanted to point out here, because you and I disagreed on something during the break, and I thought it was worth uh, talking about. I had made a suggestion during the last segment that uh, the oil spill wasn't as bad as it was being uh, proclaimed in the uh, the mainstream media. You say it is that bad. I would I would highly recommend that people go watch uh, Jesse Ventura's conspiracy theory show on the BP oil spill. Do you really feel like that's in any way an unbiased uh, source? I do. Um, not to say that anybody is really unbiased on this particular issue, but I mean, some of the I've not seen a lot of the conspiracy theory show, but I saw one ex- excerpt from the the one about the Detroit airport or whatever. There was an airport with like this. Uh, one of the airports has this big mural, and they were making it out to be this satanic thing. It was the really Denver sen- International Airport. Yeah, it was really sensationalist. Okay, so, and did you actually watch the entire episode? I uh, no. Okay, so you again, you took a small fragment yeah. and made a judgment about the whole thing. That's what's so wrong with with people, you know, I'll group you into a little group here, that they look at just the headlines or just one little piece of it and then make a judgment and assessment about the whole thing. He also interviewed people who are building these shelters, and they're saying that the suppliers for underground bunkers and fallout shelters and that sort of thing for the major parts and components that you need have been in short supply for a long time. And that the word is the government is the one buying them all up. You're you're suggesting that there's some sort of underground bunker underneath the, the airport, right? Is that that was part of that? That's that what episode? that theory shows. I wasn't yeah. referring to that. I was talking about the part where they were talking about the murals. That I were understand at airport and how they're satanic and. But uh, you're taking one small piece yeah. of the show. But that and was saying, the only. Right, that oh, was the this only. This is crazy. Right. Well, that was the but only. But there was part a lot was, of evidence there to back up what he was saying. That it was and a satanic is, mural. No, that, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I wanted to focus on was just that okay. one issue. I didn't want to talk about the other parts of the the episode. Okay, so let's. We only want to focus in on this one little piece, and let's ignore all yeah, the other factual evidence. I didn't want to talk about the other. I, did, I, I didn't bring up the underground bunkers or whatever because I didn't watch that part. I didn't want to comment on that part. I wanted to comment on this. You know, the, you bring up the scary music and there's the satanic uh, and it, murals. No, I and it's never. Just a mural. I don't remember hearing <laughs> the word satanic. Anywhere in there, no. I think that's you bringing that to the table to further skew the conspiracy theory in the light that you would prefer. Uh, yeah, what I recall looking into that, because it's not just his show, it's there's also, you know, websites out there. Oh, okay, so some kind of website thing. on the internet yeah. calls it satanic, so now it's satanic. Again, Sam, I don't have the uh, the information in front of me right now, okay. so I'm just doing it well, by recollection. I mean, the picture so shows a guy, um, some warrior with a sword, and it, he's partly skeletal, and there's little gremlins in the suitcases and so forth, and the uh, Dove of Peace is in there. There's You can bring up the picture online. It, it paints a pretty kind of ominous picture. Well, it's a, it's a mural, and there are a lot of different elements to it. And I just my point being that there are a lot of, uh, you know, the conspiracy crowd will reach and they will grab at the most obscure of things to justify their belief that, you know, the government is being run by a bunch of Satanists that uh, that worship in the Illuminati and et cetera and so on. And you you start talking about that crap, and people are going to brush you aside, and Some you will, you certainly. look like a crazy. As a, as a result of that. And if you look like a crazy, then people aren't going to take you seriously when you're talking about other things that are, are important, like stopping aggression and that sort of thing. So I totally understand. Uh, my only point of bringing that up was to you know, reference how far some of these people will go to try to make a point. But here's the problem with that. Ten years ago, people who were talking about fluoride in the water were the crazy people. Ten years ago, people who were talking about a lot of these things that have now come out in mainstream media are blatantly clear that, yes, this is going on like chemtrails, like the the caller brought up. 
that's admitted by the UN, by the U.S. government, that they're spraying uh, barium salts and so forth into the atmosphere as a climate modification program. I mean, there, there's no conspiracy to it. it. It's admitted fact. But yet people still want to be out there and be in denial that chemtrail spraying is going on. Well, and yes, there are crazy people on the Internet who take video of clouds or whatever and, oh, it's chemtrails. It's, I can it's feel it. Just it's killing me. Crazy. I mean, it <sighs> sure, is so you're gonna crazy. Sure, you're going to get that. Yes. But it doesn't change the fact that it's admitted and it's happening and it's real. We've we've pointed out before when this annoying issue of the chemtrails comes up on this show, yes, there have been reports, official reports that there have been some some tests. I don't I'm not going to claim what it was, but there have been tests over in the UK for instance and maybe they're doing them in different parts in this country. But the people that subscribe to that theory are the nutters who will go out and point to every single contrail in the sky and start shouting about how it's the new world order trying to poison us. And it's just so, so no, no, no. sensationalist. See, there you go again. You're grouping millions of people into one category, calling them all nutters, and they all agree that every cloud in the sky is a chemtrail. Chem no, that's not what I'm... I'm not grouping them all into the same category. Those are the ones that call the show. Those okay. are the ones that are, are that are speaking out. It's one thing to acknowledge that there's a news report or two or three about governments now, testing things. It's another right. thing to be shouting all over the place about how to you be believe fair, you're being poisoned from the air. To be fair, a lot of the calls you get about from the crazy chemtrail people and so forth think that they're actually calling the Alex Jones show, even though they're Just sitting shows on... How- Thousands of years ago, from the time of Moses to the time of Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and beyond... TrustedCoins.com brings you an incredible selection of authentic Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine ancient coins, all certified authentic by world-renowned numismatic expert Ilya Slobin. Transport yourself to the distant past now at TrustedCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site totally free. So head over there and enjoy those on us if you like the show. And you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the program, get on more radio stations around the country, bring more Internet listeners on board. And expose new people to the ideas of freedom. Go to amp.freetalklive.com to, again, uh, jump on board the app program. You can do it with any major credit card. You can do it uh, via PayPal or some alternative uh, options. And you get perks like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only forum, and more. Get the details. Get signed up. amp.freetalklive.com. And want to make sure that you know about the Totasac. You're going to have a chance to win a two-pack of these coming up later tonight. Totasac.us is where you can go to order yourself some. You're going to want to do that because you're, you're going to love this thing. It, it's really great. Uh, Sam, did you pick up a couple of these last week? I do. Totasac. I did. I haven't used them yet. All right. So we'll wait on that. Wait to get your thoughts on that later. Uh, but I use them every time I go to the grocery store because it makes bringing the groceries uh, back in from the car so easy go to totasac.us it is just a great little device and it costs next to nothing considering how useful it is plus it doubles as a self-defense device totasac.us your chance to win a two-pack coming up 
uh, again later on this evening. Let's go to the phones and the fun. Talk to Mike in California. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Sam. Hello, Mike. Hi, how are you? Hey, Mike, what's on your mind tonight? Um, God, I just really had wanted to call about something I'm pretty passionate about. Conspiracy theorists, um, the ones that are discredited are the ones that haven't done their research and stick only to the facts that they have found. I've been a very lonely person for many years, and finally the world has caught up, and it's uh, very rewarding and very sad at the same time. One of my problems that I've had is I have done the research. I'm one of those guys that won't take a bet unless I know it's a sure thing. Um, Told my wife and the school, whatever happens, do not let my son receive a flu shot. I have watched the percentages that the ones that were reported that I know of within six months of the initial swine flu shots, there was a three to four percent flu rate after the shots had increased within two weeks to 66 percent of the people that had had those shots. That's right. Yeah. The people who got the H1N1 shot were more likely to get the flu. In uh, Britain, they suspended the shots because of the seizures. They call them fits over there. But the problem is, is they make the same dose available rather than looking at the body weight. And first of all, it's a gamble. They're basically gambling, which they don't tell you because they're betting on the high, on the percentages that the most bodies, regardless of age, can handle the adaption or morph period from being injected with the disease to actually building up an immunity to fight it the second time. I, yeah, I can, my, definitely can understand uh, people's concerns about that, and that's something that's really you know worth looking into because you're well, talking I'm about. I'm going to tell you as a firsthand observer of a, of my whole life, I've wanted a son, <laughs> my yeah. whole life. Yeah, so you might be really concerned about that as a, as a parent. I mean, I, I know Mark likes to tell his story about how he got real, like the sickest he's ever been in his life was after I'm the flu shot. I'm not going on any stories. I'm not going on any stories other than research and now my own personal encounter as of for the last two days. Yeah, that's good. What I was saying, though, is that Mark, uh, my co-host, uh, said the yep, sickest I'm he's sorry, ever been. I don't been. mean to get off. I'm just I'm so well, you full did of twice. angry that's frustration. Okay. I understand. Because- my point being that uh, his personal experience, which, you know, obviously that's a case study. Uh, his personal experience was it was the sickest he's ever been. The two times he's gotten flu shots, he was sick both of those Same times. For so my clearly, dad. clearly, you know, it's not going to agree with uh, with everybody and who knows what they're putting in there. And I, I agree. That's one of those things that people it's worth there, looking there, there, at. It's worth looking critically yeah. at because uh, the government's saying one thing and you don't want to just take their word for it. Uh, you want to no. do your own, you know, get, get your own well, information. Scientific theory is you form a hypothesis, so you gather data, and then either you prove or disprove it. Yeah, but I think that's a different world from you know whether or not the Illuminati uh, is actually in control really of Washington D.C. No, or no, the lizard I, men. I agree with you, one hundred percent. And this is like I'm like Tom Brady betting on my skills right now. I guarantee you that you are wrong, that it is disassociated. It is all part of building credibility to the careless, pre-planned actions of a governmental body, whatever title I don't understand. you want. I'm telling sorry, you, you my, you're speaking in a language I don't understand right now. What are you trying to, to say? What I'm trying to tell you is this. 
first of all, the man that was recently on was very well versed, very well prepared, and he kind of made you look a little bit bad only because... Who are you talking about? Are you talking about Sam, who's sitting in the studio here with me? Yes, I'm just telling you another thing here. I've, I've watched this boy. I love him with every ounce of my being. What are you you're talking about? Your my, son now. Yes, and I want to just tell you if you I'm could confused. listen. Is he all over the place, or yeah. is it just no, me? It's, okay, you're a little confusing. Yeah. Well, Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. He loves his son, and that's you know that makes sense. That part I understand. Be careful. Don't trust the government with what they tell you that you should put in your body. I mean, you, look at the food pyramid. They reversed the flipping thing. It used to go one way, and now it goes the other way, and they've changed all the stuff that they said for the longest time that you were supposed to and, uh, and why is dairy? Eat. Why is dairy even in there? I mean, there are islands know. where they don't have cows, but yet the people still manage to survive. How can this be one of the required yeah. things for proper nutrition? Well, there's a lot of dairy uh, people that uh, lobby the government. Exactly. So it's very important to get that on there. Uh, so, yeah, that, that makes sense, right? If, you, if the government is saying you need to do this for your kid's own good, then it makes sense to check their claims and to research and to do all that. I, I get that. Um, but the whole – the rest of the conspiracy world, I think, for the most part, is sensationalist and uh, fear-based. And that's another important point that, uh, that I didn't touch on at all in this hour. The original uh, thought from Jim, who'd called in earlier, and I don't know who uh, Matt was referring to, but Jim – we didn't have a challenging caller this hour. I think he was talking about me, maybe. Maybe. Jim uh, called in because he's having a tough time communicating the ideas of liberty without people getting distracted by all the things they've heard about conspiracy theories. The other problem with the conspiracy uh, world is it's very defeatist. It, it has uh, it pervades a viewpoint that there's nothing you can do. The government's so big, they uh, you know the the Illuminati, they're in control, skull and bones. They're all members. They're all family members. You know, you trace the bloodlines. John Kerry is related to George Bush, and they're all related. And maybe that's true. But uh, you know, they could go. They just go into this world where it's you go down this rabbit hole of the conspiracy theory, and you don't. You, you don't get out because you begin to fall I, into that perspective that, oh, my God, there's nothing I can do. I need to go build an underground bunker and uh, and then, you know, just stay here because we can't change anything uh, because they have been in control for hundreds of years and they will continue to be in control. And they're they're poisoning us from the skies and they're poisoning us in the water. And the, this whole like now. Well, I don't know about that, Sam. I don't know <laughs> if there's any truth to that. But that I think, statement. again, you're making generalizations here. Some of the, the aspartame. People- some of the people get into a state of despair. Some of the people, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just too much for them and they go nuts. Like, I think the caller we had on probably has a lot of information and it's hard to, you, you cannot explain a conspiracy theory in a five minute no. ra- call to a radio station. But look at the proponents. I mean, you're, you're one of the, you've kind of gotten into this, I think, uh, to some extent more recently than, yes. than others. But and, you're one of the only people that actually has a positive viewpoint about, you know, you've talked about how you think that there's, you know, Renaissance coming. And yes, that there's, but that's exactly where I want to go with this. You know, there are people who have gotten into to despair, but in my case, it's actually led me to understand the spiritual evolution that we're in the process of. But and, how many of their purveyors are talking about that kind of thing, whereas opposed to, they're sacrificing children in the woods to an owl, you know? Well, <laughs> how many people are talking about what's wrong with government versus liberty like we do on this show? I mean, you could make no the doubt. same comparison. Oh, look at look at all, all these I'm people saying. talking negatively about government. All I'm government saying is the movement the is negative. The movement as 
a whole is very negative Soci- and it's a downer. It's a reflection of society. Okay. And I well, think- you could say it's a reflection of society, or you could say, which comes first, the chicken or the egg, right? I mean, which comes first? Is society uh, being reflected by it, or are you creating it to some extent by uh, that reflection? Is the, is the news media, uh, you know, creating uh, the popular culture, or, or is uh, popular culture creating the news media? I mean, there's, which, which one comes first? Well, I, I don't think it's a question of which one comes first. They're all co-creating and and contributing. Right, and I'm making do. the observation that overall it's a it's a very negative uh, movement. I think that's damaging. Let's talk to Matt in Illinois. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Matt. Good evening, Ian and Sam. Hey, Matt. Hey, what's Matt. on your mind tonight? Um, all right about about the whole conspiracy thing and uh, equating it with people who are crazy. I had an experience. Uh, that I kind of want to relate to it. And I think that the conspiracy theories of whether they're true or not is it's a matter of education and kind of trying to educate people. But I agree. To, to explain it as to um, this idea of being crazy, there's, there's a gentleman I play golf with. I'll tell you what, Matt, hold that thought. We'll let you continue the story here in a moment. Hour two's next. You can take control or bring up anything. It's free talk live. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal. But something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait, there's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Sam. Sam is here uh, from ObscuredTruth.com. You can go there and see some of his video work that he's been doing that uh, is of a liberty viewpoint, ObscuredTruth.com. As we continue here, Matt is with us in Illinois. Now, you'd just begun to tell a, sto- a story before we had to run away to the news break there, Matt. So if you would, uh, go ahead and restart and uh, bring our listeners up to speed. Um, okay. I, I was talking about how I, I felt that uh, uh, conspiracy theories were a matter of education. And to illustrate, I was going to um, – I was talking about a, a friend of mine who I golfed with, and he, he's very um, politically minded. He's, he's very much a Democrat. Uh, these, these gentlemen um, uh, that I golf with, you know, some are, are Republicans and some are Democrats, and they can get rather heated. They could have rather heated discussions. So one evening, um, they had gotten into a big argument. I was out with the one gentleman. And somehow or another, I happened to, to bring up uh, 
Abraham Lincoln, and that I felt that Abraham Lincoln was uh, closer to Hitler than any of our other presidents ever. Okay. And um, I told the guy uh, that he had jailed, um, that he had jailed newspaper editors, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he had uh, done all kinds of other things that were just unconstitutional and uh, very tyrannical. And he looked at me and he said, "Do you realize how crazy you sound right now?" <laughs> it's and, all facts. And, you know, it, you got to remember, I'm from Illinois. So mm-hmm. we were taught as children, you know, to have a lot of pride in this guy because he was from Illinois, and uh, uh, you know, here that he's held up almost like a demigod. Yeah. So I told the guy. I finally said, "Well, you know," I, I just said, "Well, you know, I know that." I said, "Look," I said, "There's a there's this gentleman, Thomas D. Lorenzo, wrote a couple of books, gave him the, the names of the books." I said. You read what he has to say. Nobody argues with the guy. Nobody argues that these are facts. And, you know, that's where I get my opinion from. And if you don't like it, fine. Then we'll just let the matter rest. So I think it's important when talking about um, conspiracy theories not to go to places that, that can't be, that they can't more or less be proven. For instance, on 9 11, like, like you were talking about Building 7, just just say to somebody, look, a building can't fall at free at free fall speed unless there's explosives involved. You know, either you believe that or not. I'd say if if they start talking about uh, matter, energy, weapons from space and stuff like that, I there's no evidence of that. Yeah, I, I don't I, believe in, in that one way or another. But here, you know, you can you can time the fall, you can see the fall, you can see how it looks. Like a controlled demolition. Well, for me, on this uh, whole nine eleven thing and the the building seven, I I kind of have my doubts about you know I, I certainly I don't believe the official story, but what really sort of pushed me over the edge into okay, this was some kind of an inside job was watching the NIST videos that uh, the architects and engineers had to sue NIST over releasing that they refused to release. Uh, What's NIST? National National Institute of Safety and Technology, I think. Um, They had, uh, you know, hundreds of hours of video footage from firefighters and so forth. And in one of those, you've got firefighters sitting there, one with a bloody nose, talking about bombs going off in the bottom of the building. And he says, you don't understand. Any of these buildings around here could be wired up with explosives. We got to get out of here. There, this could, this may not be the last one. So, you know, to that person, it was very real that it was not a plane that flew into the building. That there were some kind of bombs and incendiary devices that were going off inside these buildings. And you know, also the the video of of Building Seven where the elevator col- uh, shaft drops first in the center of the building. That that kind of thing just doesn't happen. So. You know, it was just seeing, I had heard everything up to that point and I had said, okay, you know, it looks suspicious, but I'm not to that point where I say, okay, you know, I agree with them. But after seeing some of the NIST video and knowing just how adamantly the government is fighting, keeping this from coming out and then seeing how damning it is when it does come out, that kind of uh, was one of the things that really pushed me over the edge. Right. And there, there's all kinds of illustrations of, of things like that that can come out. That, that kind of make people go, hmm. And that's what you got to do. You got to find something that just just makes somebody go, hmm. And there, of course there's going to be people who aren't going to 
believe it no matter what. They're not going to believe anything you tell them because they simply don't want to believe. It's cognitive and, dissonance. Uh, right. And I think that a lot of this, the, the information that people put out there about conspiracy theories, about whether, whether it is about 9-11 or chemtrails or, or global warming, is, is simply put out there simply to confuse people. To, yeah. to confuse them and to to, to put them in this well, the state of of you know they trust the government and they don't want to not trust the government. Yep, I get where you I get where you're coming from. And on the the nine eleven thing, I've watched the videos and I, mean, I haven't I don't know if I've seen all of them, but I've seen you know some of the major ones out there. And one of the big ones that for a long time got a lot of attention was loose change. And mm-hmm. there's a really great website that just debunks the heck out of that uh, And that there's video. a website that debunks their That's what I'm saying. Website. It goes on forever, but, and that's the worst part about this, is y'all can sit here and say, well, there's this and there's this and there's this, and I don't have all the information in my hands to say, well, what about this and what about this, because I haven't spent you know hours upon hours upon hours upon hours okay. researching this. I agree there are some good questions. I don't believe what the government story is. I don't believe the conspiracy theorist version either. I don't know what the real story is and i'm not going to to justify spending another 50 hours of my time trying to discern you know what the real truth is of this situation here the people that call themselves truthers (laughs) they may not have the truth either like they may have a part of the truth and then they may be way off on the rest of it my point being here that if you want to come to some kind of a conclusion about 9-11 there's so much that you have to take in and you're right if you were able to come to uh, you know how i don't know how much time you've spent on this sam but uh, the conspiracy theorists always brag about the number of hours they put in i don't think that's necessary anymore i i think that that was a valid complaint maybe a couple years ago when you know there was so much information out there and people were looking in and and you had loose change coming out and then you had the people coming out to attack loose change and one of the, the i that was one of the things when you brought up the uh, screwloosechange.com which mm-hmm. i think is the website one of the things they talk about is well there's thermite in all these things but the the thermite that's in that's commonplace out in the world is very different from explosive uh, nanothermite so just that one point right there and then this is what was found in the dust of the World Trade Center towers is this very exotic uh, explosive nanothermite compound. So, you know, there's little things like that. They they have been working over the last 10 years, as far as I can tell, through groups like architects and engineers, where they're finding these credible eyewitnesses. They're comparing up the government story. They're showing the facts. They're showing the analysis. They're showing the uh architectural you know drawings of the buildings but they've taken all that and they've boiled it down into you know a list of like 10 talking points or questions that really bring out the key issues the key things that just cannot be explained and i I think they've made it much simpler to where you i don't i haven't spent the hundreds of hours looking into every little crack and crevice of 9-11 and i don't want to matt do you have any other thoughts um just that you know the the, the the point I'm trying to make about education is people are educated in our schools to trust government. Oh, yeah. So government can pretty much, you know, has control of their minds right now. And that's kind of not a conspiracy theory. So that's, that's why people have um, such a hard time getting over that 
And I'm finding just the opposite of what this gentleman at the beginning called uh, and said. I'm finding that more people are coming around to, to thinking uh, in terms of liberty. Because of the conspiracy theory? theory? I think so, too, yeah. 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 Thanks yeah, for the call, Matt. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. I've got another big concern about all this. You're saying it's easier now, uh, Sam, to, to look at this issue. Uh, I want to come back and address that in a moment. Free talk okay. live. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water, it's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November 2011. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're as low as $535, double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today, cruise.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want and dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site completely free. So enjoy those on us. Uh, We've got archives, by the way, that go all the way back as late as 2006 uh, or as uh, far back as 2006. You can go to freetalklive.com, get the uh, the last week's worth right there at the top of the page, and then you click into the archive section, and that takes you all the way back. Uh, So do it all, and do it for free over at freetalklive.com. And by the way, those archives are brought to you by HostGator, a worldwide worldwide leader in uh, web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates, and whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website you can let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you you want to enter through that particular link because that will get you your first month completely free and they don't mess around unlimited disk space unlimited bandwidth uh, their free site builder control panel a 99.9 percent uptime guarantee hostgator.freetalklive.com for your first month free now we've been talking about uh the conspiracy theorists and whether or not they are harming or helping the overall spread of the ideas of liberty. Because that's what I'm primarily concerned with. I want people to come to the conclusion that, uh, that government is, uh, is an unnecessary, decrepit, bankrupt, old idea that is barbaric and it needs to be eliminated from society in the same way that chattel slavery uh, is eliminated or was eliminated. And we look back on that and we, we might say to ourselves, well, how could humans do this to one another? I hope that in another you know, 20 or 30 years, we're looking back and sitting with our grandkids and saying, can you believe that people used to do this to each other? Me too. Um, that's, that's the ultimate point here. And uh, we've had two positions uh, on the phones tonight. Uh, initially, a guy saying that he felt that the conspiracy movement is hurting the liberty movement, and then Matt, who just called in a moment ago uh, in Illinois, saying that he believes that it's actually helping bring people to the ideas of liberty. 
I more side with uh, with Jim, the earlier caller, who said it was hurting. And I think uh, Sam, I mean, which which side are you coming down on? Well, you know, with Jim, I think the thing that he needs to learn to address is how to deal with cognitive dissonance. I mean, that's what he's coming up with. It doesn't matter, you know, the thing that he may be running into in some cases is people claiming, oh, or you're one of those conspiracy theorists, therefore I don't have to listen to anything you say. Mm-hmm. But the same could be true, oh, you're one of those libertarians, they're crazy, I don't have to listen to anything you say. Oh, you're one of those Ron Paul people. You know, people are going to, when they hear ideas that conflict with everything that they know, with what they believe, they are going to look for ways to to discredit, dismiss the message, the messenger. No doubt about it. That's one of the biggest challenges with presenting the ideas of liberty because you are challenging people's belief systems, which have been inculcated in them from, you know, day one with the government schools Mm -hmm. after having been in their school system for at least 13 years. And then you add college into that. If they went to college, it's essentially another government school system. Uh, You know, you attack another four to six or however many more years onto that. I mean, these people, plus all the mainstream media that they've consumed and uh, just there's so many different reasons why they will come up with that cognitive dissonance. What my my point is, why add more to it by bringing up just completely implausible sounding whether they're true or not is another question but bringing up completely implausible sounding uh or or shockingly implausible sounding conspiracy theories into it to muddle the waters even further and to make that dissonance even stronger uh with those people it seems to be a uh, counterproductive now if you're dealing with somebody who's already kind of you know they they dig the the conspiracy like if you know your audience and you're dealing with somebody that's you know the into the jfk thing and like you know they would totally dig conspiracy okay fine whatever if you know that stuff and and that's your world and you can you can communicate it to their to them in their world then that makes sense knowing your audience is very important uh but I, I firmly believe that the, you know this is poisoning the movement. And to come back to the point I wanted to make about nine eleven. Oh, it's wait. Are, did Ian Freeman just say that it's poisoning the well? Uh, poisoning the mo- <laughs> poisoning the movement, not the well. Okay. Um, I, th- I think that being associated with the conspiracy crowd is doing more harm than good. And, okay. and Matt disagrees, and that's his experience, and that's valid too. Uh, but uh, the nine eleven point that you were making, you were saying, well, it's, you don't have to do fifty hours of research now. Now it's you know ten talking points, and they've really narrowed it down. And true, you know, there's been a decade now almost right. that oh, yeah. uh, people have had to look into this and and do research and and dig stuff up. And and I admit, you know, there's some great questions. I'm curious as to the answers, but not curious enough to want to actually spend any time, you know, digging it up because I'm not going to turn into some sort of an evangelist for that particular movement because of of what I believe of of what the uh, the negative a- aspects are. And, and one of the big negative aspects is the 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 defeatism part that I mentioned earlier tonight. Okay, let's say that the this uncontrovertible information is out there and i'm not going to say that you're, you're you're saying it's better than ever maybe there's really good questions whether it's uncontrovertible is another question but let's say that there's some sort of uncontrovertible proof like somebody somehow proved that uh you know there were bombs in the buildings or or whatever you know l- let me back up just a little bit i don't think that um let's see well first off i went into you kind of asked where do i stand I went into looking at the whole conspiracy theory thing, kind of unsure on 9-11. I thought the chemtrail people were nuts, completely nuts. Most of nuts. them are nuts. Um, I, you know, I thought a lot of these other, the, the reptilians and all that stuff just gets so far out there. It just seems yeah, it so implausible. 
Um, and as I looked into more and more of this, the more it makes sense, the more I got past the hype, the more I got past the people like you, admittedly, who will read one little headline or one little uh, have one little experience of a so-called conspiracy theory and then make that's a not true sam i've I've that. seen the videos i i've seen a lot of them and i'm not just reading headlines i gave you one example of that earlier but okay. I've, I've dug into it so your point so you know the more i've looked into it the more i've come around to understand that yes chemtrails are there and are is a real thing and uh, g edward griffin just released a film about it i mean his last one was on the fed and people thought that you if you would have told people 20 years ago that the fed's a private organization of foreign banks they would have said you're a conspiracy theorist that's crazy get out of here but the fact is the the truth is coming out and people are waking up to it and it does it gets a lot of people really excited and and concerned and some of them are scared some of them really are angry some of them want to go out and do things about it and not all of them are, you know, great spokespeople for the movement, but they are motivated. Well, again, you come back to the issue of you, you mentioned the chemtrails and and maybe, again, there is some evidence. I remember when I was living down in Florida, they sprayed malathion all over the damn place. And, and that was one of those things where you knew it was happening because the, the there were remnants of it. it. It wasn't like it just disappeared into the ether it came down and landed on cars yeah, well there are water like tests uh, soil tests where they're finding these uh, aluminum and barium salts in uh, mountain snow where it shouldn't be mm. well my my uh, point being that uh, the people that are out there promoting these things are sensational uh, sensationalists and they believe that every single contrail in the yeah, sky see, I don't is, agree a, with is that. a chemtrail it's just crazy they post pictures on facebook talking about the new world order's poisoning us and okay, it's that kind so of there are people, mentality there are people who take it to the extremes and then yeah. there are and those are the people i don't want to i don't want to be associated with because they're nuts there are historians and researchers who can present things a little more logically mm-hmm. and a little more All right, we're coming sense. up here at 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. I never got my point out about the, uh, the 9-11 thing. We'll come back to uh, your calls as well. This is Free Talk Live. Spark imaginations and free minds with an enjoyable graphic novel or webcomic from BigHeadPress.com. This holiday season, share the freedom message with friends, family, or that one acquaintance that really needs it. BigHeadPress.com's thoughtful stories provide a vision of freedom and how we'll get there. Just one of the many imaginative graphic novels from BigHeadPress.com is L. Neil Smith's Roswell, Texas, a sci-fi, western, romantic comedy with aliens, motorcycles, beautiful women, and the gayest Nazi you've ever seen. Sample online before you you buy at bigheadpress.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want by dialing in toll free 800 259 9231, the SACL CAI toll free line 1 800 259 9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You can get interactive there in various different ways. Uh, one of them is the uh, the webcam you can watch you can listen you can interact with other free talk live listeners uh, go on over to cam.freetalklive.com and the chat room is built in the very same page so you can talk to other listeners as you watch the show this is all for free for you thanks to memory dealers memorydealers.com offers the world's largest selection 
of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, uh, XFPs, ZenPaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off-list price. Memory dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. They're your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. In stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery, memorydealers.com. All right, so before we get right back to the phones, the point I wanted to make, and then we got to back off into the chemtrail uh, nuttiness, uh, the point I wanted to make was that you, even if you can prove this stuff, like the 9-11 thing, if you can prove it to people, then it just continues to propagate the defeatism uh, that I was talking about before. Because on one hand, we see that the government is incompetent and, and slow and corrupt and stupid and all of these things. But the conspiracy movement says the opposite. The conspiracy movement says, well, and, you know, publicly they're really incompetent, but privately they're a bunch of, uh, you know, very competent. They, they have to be very competent to be able to pull off this kind of uh, large-scale conspiracy where they, you know, they, they, they get these patsies no. to take the airplanes and fly them into a building, which they've already laced with explosives, and then they, you know, explode the those explosives and and they have enough people that uh, can stay quiet about it and essentially run a huge cover-up operation that takes quite a bit of competency and so it's no, i would disagree with that you don't think so no to, to, to orchestrate all of that which is what we're supposed to believe that it was an inside job and it's all been orchestrated by the powers that be you're saying that's something that some incompetent boob can put together i'm i'm saying that well i mean that's the official story is that it was guys in a cave that did all this whole thing but well, I don't I, care who it was. Somebody flew those planes into the building. You made the point that you know the the conspiracy theorists want people to believe that the government just acts incompetent, but that everywhere else they're really competent and know what they're doing. No, no, no. It's my observation that the government is incompetent and you know is stupid and does these things. And the I conspiracy would agree. theorists would say the opposite. I don't that think they're so. incredibly competent and that they you know no. they're doing all these evil things. I would. I think the conspiracy theorists say that there are small groups who are uh, in the in the government you know, sort of in the shadows whatever operating outside the normal channels uh, you know the bef- the day before 9/11 Rumsfeld came out and announced that 2.3 trillion dollars was missing from the Pentagon books and guess where the the pl- the supposed plane hit right in the same area that contained all the records to, that the, that were being investigated for the missing 2.3 trillion dollars mm-hmm so, you know, there it's not that everybody's involved in it. The the government's very compartmentalized. I didn't say everybody's involved. Especially when you uh get into the military, there are supervisors who don't know what the people under them are doing because they don't have the need to know idea. So they get people to go along willingly. Like in the case of Umar Farouk, the the guy was led on the plane by this strange Indian man. They arrested a second guy when they pulled everyone off the plane in Detroit. Who was that, the underwear bomber? Yeah, the underwear bomber. Um, He was uh, looked like he was drugged, according to the witnesses that were on the flight with him. There was somebody on the plane with a video camera. I mean, what does the FBI do? They go out and they find these useful idiots, and then they tell them, hey, we're going to need you to test security, so here's how it's going to go down. We'll get you on the plane, and you're going to do this drill, and you know everything will be okay, and this will help us test security, and then they give them a live device or, or whatever. So in, I think in a lot of cases, the, the people themselves are being duped into thinking that they're actually helping, and then they end up becoming the patsy. 
okay, I see where you're coming from, uh, but it, it doesn't really. It, I don't really feel like my point has been addressed. Okay, and that is that uh, the conspiracy theory, if it's true, just around the 9/11 thing, suggests competence and you know evil plotting and the ability to pull off the you know this huge plot, and and maybe that's all true. You know, maybe there are these secret groups and they are able to do these things and and brilliantly uh, able to cover it all up. Uh, okay, fine, but. That also, you know, promulgates the message that the government is unstoppable, that the, they are so powerful that look at what they can do. Look at this, that they pulled this off. They've covered it up for an entire decade that uh, they were able to do this. And it, it just shows that you have no hope of, uh, of ever changing anything. It's, it seems to me mm. to be a message of, uh, of defeatism and that the, the government is so evil. And it's true. The government is evil in the way that the, what they do is no doubt evil. They tax. They steal. They. They hurt people. They blow people up. I like to just point to those existing examples of evil that you can see without having to make a, a very significant case to people. And I like to have the message that we can do something about this, that it is possible to have liberty in our lifetime. But I feel like the conspiracy movement is it doesn't you know, they don't have that message, A, so that doesn't help. And then B, all their message is, look at all this evil. The government is so evil and they're doing all of this and you don't even know about it. And they've covered it all up. And that's a very what can we do about it kind of thing. What can they do about it? Their only answer is ever, well, just spread the DVDs and then people will wake up and they'll figure it out. Okay, I don't think that's their only answer. Um, so let me make a couple points, and then we'll get to these callers. So number one, I think it awakens people to a larger, uh, something bigger than themselves, bigger than what history or what the government schools have taught them. Hey, this is how the world is. And once they awaken to that, it sends them off on a journey. Now, some people take it to lizard people. Some uh, people go in their basement the and they never government. see them again. Yep, some people do that. Some people find spiritual a spiritual uh, meaning out of it, as I have. I, there are all different paths out there. One of the other things it does, and, and they, they're not able to pull it off and get away with it and do it masterfully. They always make mistakes, and that's where these conspiracy theorists come in. They look at the facts. They look at the evidence. They start comparing the stories and so forth, and they find these flaws. And these flaws point out that, hey, maybe this was some a, a false flag attack or whether it was Mossad or who knows – I still don't know and don't don't claim to, but that something more more than meets the eye is going on here, and it it takes away that tool out of the toolbox of these shadowy organizations that are out there planning that. If you want to, you know, subscribe to that belief, so in effect, it's changing the game. It's countering. Uh, it, it was. Uh, Bringing up all of the the facts about Al Gore and the conspiracy with cap and trade and the whole global warming thing that has essentially killed off the the global warming uh, climate change pseudoscience, I guess. Let's go to the phones and your thoughts. Rand is in Texas. Rand, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Sam. Hello, Rand. Rand just dropped off. All right, 800-259-9231. That is the uh, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. Is the conspiracy movement damaging to the cause of liberty? Uh, that's pretty much the ultimate question that's been asked here and the kind of, kind of the, the crux around which we've been uh, cycling. And I want to point out that even on you know Alex Jones' show, who's agreeably one of the more negative, he gets angry sometimes and gets very frustrated, but... He had Stefan Molyneux 
on his show. Yeah, that's a surprise. A couple huh? weeks ago. So, and and it was a great uh, interview, and I think Stefan's going to probably end up being a regular guest. Oh, good. So you can get these kind of ideas. I think he's learning. You know, where do I go with this? What do I do with this? All this information. Just, Who is uh, Alex Jones? Okay. Just as as you were, you know, f- five years ago, you weren't doing the same show that you're doing today. Right. So I, I think it do, it is opening up the door for people to come around to a, a bigger picture, to spirituality, to the ideas of liberty, to these bigger understandings. I think what it does— If only they didn't sound so crazy, Sam. Yeah. No, I know. I hear you. It, it motivates people, but it, it's motivating people in mass, and you can't control everybody. You can't no. control—you can't pick— Okay, you get to talk about this, you don't. You know, right. everybody can do. We have the same problem here in Keene with people that uh, come up here, join the movement, and and are very angry on the bullhorns or cussing or you know doing things that are embarrassing. Are very embarrassing. What can you do? And that really comes back to my answer to the first caller, which was okay. So these people are out there. What can you do? All you can do is distance yourself from them if you feel that they're hurting uh, the movement. And I think that the sensationalism definitely is not good. But 800-259-9231, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control and bring up what you want. Talk a little more about the oil spill coming up in moments. When it comes to potential police abuse, the most important place to protect yourself is while driving. FreedomCam.net has a groundbreaking new product that gives you the best all-around protection. The The GPS GPS Black Black Box Box Dash Cam. This easy-to-use unit has video cameras recording all around and inside your vehicle. It also has a built-in microphone and GPS navigation, which records your driving route and speed. For traffic stops, accidents, and all other driving incidents, protect yourself with the ultimate witness at freedomcam.net. Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And joining you tonight, it is Ian. And Sam. And you can join us on our website. Again, all the stuff there free. We've got listening options, live streaming. Uh, broadband and dial-up flavors. Plus, we've got listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance and listen in that way. Uh, in addition, there's our webcam, our satellite feed, which is free to air, meaning you don't have to pay for a subscription. Uh, plus, uh, there's our wonderful 85 radio stations from a coast to coast in which you can listen to Free Talk Live at various different times throughout the week. So go to listen.freetalklive.com to learn more about that. And looking forward to actually being able to announce some new radio affiliates coming up in the new year. I uh, can't say much more than that right now, but I'm pretty excited. Uh, we'll give you the details on that as they come about. And in the meantime, if you want to learn how to help us get on more radio stations, uh, you can do that. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. You'll see a whole list of things that you can do to spread the word about Free Talk Live and also get us on more internet connections and into more ears around the world. That's promote.freetalklive.com. And by the way, have you ever wished that you could buy and sell uh, and trade silver in your community? Well, Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey set up for you. Get paid, and you promote the use of real money. It's not like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. Check them out at uh, DellValleySilver.com. That's D-E-L as in Delaware. DellValleySilver.com. And get a hold of Karen over there to get started. DellValleySilver.com. Karen, really nice lady. 
She is. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we're going to continue here. I figured we'd be done, but you want to talk about it. Jim is in Maine. You're on Free Talk Live, the conspiracy theory night here. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, you're welcome, Ian. Go ahead, Jim. Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, Jim, are you listening on WEGP in Presque Isle or are you somewhere else? No, that's right. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, I'm a member of the Liberty Movement for a long time, and I think this issue really separates the men from the boys, um, so to speak. A little politically incorrect to say that. But here's what I mean. Uh, the only thing that I think is strong an urge to, uh, there's a very strong urge to believe in what we're told. The only thing I've encountered that's as strong as that urge is the urge to go for the easy conspiracy theory type mindset, which um, it's it's an urge that must be resisted, and I think those who are able to do so can be beneficial, positive, productive, and and treated as uh, people who need to be li- need to be listened to because they have something rational and valid to say. People who slip back into that easy conspiracy theory mindset are a huge danger and cancer to the cause, and they must be purged and challenged at each and every turn. Well, purging really? seems a so little harsh. So I need to be harsh. challenged and purged? So should I purge Sam off the show then? Is that what you're suggesting? Yes, it's an evil instinct. It's an evil impulse. It, discri- it, it, it is a... Uh, it is, it is, it, the, the liberty movement is at its heart a moral movement, I think. And this is, an, a, this is the opposite of that. In what way? Well, I think it does just incredible disgrace to the uh, to the the memories of those who've died because of the totalitarian impulse, uh, the folks who are still suffering as a result of that, the families and friends of and loved ones of those who've been harmed by uh, the, the the things we're all trying to expose and fight against. It's it's rubbing salt in the wounds of those folks who've been hurt in very real and uh, in factual and ways. I'm confused. It, Are you referring specifically to the 9/11 conspiracy theory people, or it's okay. a great example? What about the uh, the medical experiment conspiracies? I mean, is it is it a disgrace to that it has now come out that they were injecting children with syphilis and gonorrhea in uh, South American countries? This is the one they apologize for. American countries, yeah. It was actually two that have come out recently. So, does uh, that dishonor those people by telling the truth and and getting the truth out there? It, it's a stretch to go from an act of evil to a conspiracy. That it's an it's an endless it's an endless uh, it's an endless web that can be spun forever. There's no end to it. There's no disproving conspiracies. A specific action like you just talked about that's not a conspiracy. That's it was people. until they admitted it. It certainly was. Uh, what was so the conspiracy involved in that? That that the U.S. government is doing military uh, or medical experiments on children in other countries. That DynCor is running uh, child sex slave rings around the country around the world, but yet that was admitted in the WikiLeaks report. They threw a party for uh, some police in Afghanistan, gave them weed and little boys. That's the specific kind of evil that. Uh, well, but that you don't understand. That was a conspiracy theory, and you're saying those are nuts and poisonous to the movement. There's, as was said earlier in the show, there's bad enough things that happen in the world that we need to fix. We need to fix those and focus on those. Okay, so it's, now you're you're wanting to say you're becoming the sort of the overseer of the liberty movement and deciding which issues we should talk about and which ones we shouldn't. Well, I think it's ironic that conspiracy theorists claim everything and everything everyone needs to be looked at. 
But when people who believe strongly in the cause of liberty are fair-minded, thoughtful people who work for years to educate themselves, challenge them and say, you must stop doing this. It's the one thing that in a religiously fanatic kind of a way, the conspiracy theorists I've always known, there is no stopping. There is no looking. There is no second thought. There will not. There will never be one. It is, in, in fact, it is the one thing that they refuse to look at, which is the possibility that they are engaging in something that is immoral and seemly and needs to stop. I think they I see. They, they won't consider it. They will not consider the suggestion. I think I kind of understand where you're coming from. What Sam pointed out was that some of the things that have come out publicly as fact now at one time were conspiracy theory. Um, and are you saying, Jim, that it's only really useful – because I would agree with you if this is what you're saying. I just want to make sure I'm understanding – that it's only really useful to our movement once it's confirmable, once it's no longer a theory, once it moves out of that realm. It's only of real, real use at that point? That's right, and you have to be very careful about that. When I hear anybody giving any indication that they're finding some kind of, of um, I'll say, enjoyment, not fun, but some kind of enjoyment out of pursuing conspiracy theories – or, I hate to pick on you again, but when, when you suggest a spiritual meaning to it, I tell you, it makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Anybody who's enjoying right. anything like that or getting any kind of spiritual sense out of it, that's trouble. <laughs> Jim, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. We don't really have time to go into why you're having this spiritual. Uh, it's not because you're yeah, it's, getting some kind of uh, getting off. I on, think this is the kind of prejudice and ignorance and almost bigotry that comes out from people who want to who don't want to look into these claims from, from people who want. I don't want to look into them because well, of, but want the message to be presented a certain way their way is the right way and everyone else is wrong because it makes their way harder i mean this is the same kind of discussion that goes on between the political and the apolitical and the politician the in the system guys are running around screaming you're poisoning the well this is another person running around screaming you're poisoning the well even though i can point out valid examples of where you know these conspiracy theories have turned out to be conspiracy history Let's continue with Craig in Washington. Craig, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Sam. Hey, thank you for taking my call. I'm new to your show, and I heard you, I believe, on Alex Jones once. You guys were talking with him a while back. Yeah, we did have a Um, guest spot there at one point. Go ahead. It was great. And like I said, I'm a new caller. Thank you very much for taking my call. And I agree with Sam. This gentleman from Maine I was just listening to, uh, that was a little different. I do agree with Sam that these issues that are coming up and the evidence that our government refuses to look at, the nanothermite, the individuals dying from these, uh, the first responders dying from this dust, whatever's in there, they refuse to even study the dust because they're afraid what they might find. On top of that, uh, I apologize again. I think I have kind of a bad connection. You sound fine. uh, Go ahead. Thank you. Good. Uh, but again, I, I agree with Sam, and uh, again, keep up the great work of so, what you guys are doing, and please, do, okay, go ahead. Do you think that there are people out there who sort of hear this stuff for the first time and go out and try and share these ideas, but yet when they do it, it's kind of like almost throwing up on people, and it does kind of give uh, leave leave folks with a bad taste in their mouth? I can tell you, I've seen videos of like people when they were out posting the Obama Joker posters, 
and they were would engage people in conversations and when they didn't want to buy into whatever conspiracy they were trying to get across to them they lay, they you know they yelled names at them oh you're just a sheep you idiot and this and that that's and that, gonna work that doesn't do anything to bring people around to your ideas to open them up to the ideas of liberty that hey maybe things aren't as they seem that's a problem that a lot of people have, though, Sam. I mean, yeah. the people that are new to the movement want to puke liberty all over people, and it takes it's something you just really have to plant seeds and drop ideas. Hey, Craig, thanks for the time, uh, the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Hour number three is on the way next. You can take control of the airwaves here. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. I'll stick to the facts and what's actually happening. And, Sam, you can go off into la-la land. More coming up. Yeah, you take whatever. control. Bring up anything. Free Talk Live. A passion for service never leaves. I'm Tim Lewis, and after 22 years in the military, I became a mortgage professional, helping my fellow veterans and active duty service members secure VA home loans. Refinancing with a VA loan is a privilege earned through service, and it's my privilege to help you get there. We can help you lower your rate or consolidate debt, even if your current mortgage is not a VA loan. Go to varadio.com to learn more. That's varadio.com. I'm Tim Lewis. Thank you for your service. varadio.com is a website of iFreedom Direct Corporation, a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com or call 1-800-900-VA-LOAN. varadio.com. Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the program. You dial in, take control, and bring up whatever you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Sam. And you can join us on our website as well. Go to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there. Actually, the main feature of the site allows you to control the content. Uh, So go over there and you can actually... Take something you find online, submit it to the website, other people vote on whether they like or dislike your suggestion, and then uh, the most liked will make it to the front page and the top of the site, meaning we're more likely to see it, talk about it on the air. Though tonight, the conversation has been dominated, and this is the way the show can go. I mean, we started out talking about net neutrality. I had intended to dig into that, but uh, somebody called in with uh, commentary about how they believe the conspiracy theorists are poisoning the liberty movement, and I... tend to agree with that but uh, i'm not uh, you know there's i'm not the only viewpoint on the show sam you disagree uh you think that that uh, you know this is a, val- a valid way the conspiracy movement is a valid way for people to be introduced to the ideas of I think liberty. there are a lot of paths to liberty yeah i think that generally the conspiracy movement is not a path to liberty it's a path to depression uh a, pr- a path to defeatism because the people at least the people within the movement the primary uh players are not coming at things from a liberty perspective i think that's a bad thing and uh, but we've had people uh, all over the map here tonight and we could move on but tristan's on the line uh, in australia you're on free talk live with ian and sam hello tristan tristan what's on your mind tonight yeah i'm um, just about the conspiracy theories that you're talking about today here you are go ahead yeah um i've got a few points here about them I- i'm 
because I'm in Australia, I've got a perspective of looking uh, out from the outside in to America. Uh, I've just got a few points about conspiracy theory. Sure, go ahead. Um, questioning authority. Um, that's a pretty major uh, uh, major point about um, conspiracy theories, uh, rejecting the government's line uh, about um, official uh, events, which is uh, pretty uh, influential in the liberty movement, just in my opinion. Um, just for example, I know uh, one of the co-hosts there talked about the Federal Reserve um, 10 years ago. That was a fringe movement. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and now it's uh, pretty much the prophecy is coming true with uh, Ron Paul and uh, things like that. And for fanatical support, uh, it has a large view, uh, base. I wouldn't say they're all sane, but uh, there is a large base there, and that can be uh, mobilised to uh, further political um, movements. Uh, even Ron Paul... <laughs> He had a lot of support from those types of people. I wouldn't say they're all sane, and I wouldn't say they're the typical Ron Paul supporter, but they did contribute. Mm-hmm. And and not all Christians are sane either. You know, there are radical uh, extremists uh, across the board. And now the conspiracy theory, just by its nature, may have a, a higher percentage of those people. I would probably agree with that yeah. idea. But, you know, I think they serve a purpose. And and questioning the government and understanding, just getting people to the point where they can see through the propaganda, I think, is really, really huge. Because then it, it renders it all useless. I mean, I watch the news and I see what the, the agenda that the news people are trying to push w- with the perspective that they tell their story from and before i never saw that i just took it as information and oh well they tell me these people are neutral and, and unbiased and all that so it must be true but yet once you sort of awaken to hey maybe things are not as they seem as i've started to look around here that can be i think pretty empowering in the just the fact that it renders the the government propaganda worthless tristan did you have other points points because i had a question for you yeah, um, go ahead. Well, are there? I'm just curious. Are there any Aussie uh, conspiracy theories out there? Uh, I mean, or are the Aussie conspiracy theorists more focused on uh, you know some of the stuff going on in the UK or the US? No, there's uh, one prominent one. Uh, it's how we were disarmed in Australia. A, uh, uh, about how what? Uh, I'm sorry, mis- disarmed. How we were disarmed? How we became uh, got um, such bad gun laws? Uh-huh. Uh, it happened in. The mid 1990s, uh, a madman in you know the little island below Australia. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's just a. Uh, there are a couple, uh, yeah. Take your word for it. Yeah. Um, he actually took an AR-15 and killed about 35 people, and that's how we got um, uh, the uh, massive. We effectively disarmed overnight because of that and that's a that's that is a conspiracy theory you're saying that there's there's i mean what's what parts the conspiracy part is that is it in question as to whether or not that massacre happened or what what's the conspiracy part there the massacre happened of course but there's a whole lot of uh, doubt because this is in the mid 90s and obviously there wasn't any video of it happening Mm -hmm. and uh all the evidence his firearms were burnt in a um in the in a uh, house fire uh, when he was surrendering, and it's very, very hazy. Kind of like how the uh, the Waco incident just happened to go up in flames uh, as they were supposedly not using incendiary devices or something like that. Yeah, 
exactly like that. So is the suggestion um, that uh, that this guy was actually like a patsy or something and that the government was uh, essentially had the intention to ban the firearms and that they, they basically created this? Well, he, um, he had been committed to uh, lots of, uh, I don't know if I'm being not PC here, but uh, special schools when he was um, growing up. And uh, he had the IQ of a uh, young child, apparently. And, uh, yeah, I'd, a lot of people uh, doubt his ability to... Uh, so this is off. the equivalent of, like, the FBI finding some dope out there, uh, getting them angry about some subject, and, hey, you should do something. Here's an AK-47. What happened to the killer? Oh, he, he, he's still alive. He's, um, he hasn't, he's been basically locked down since 1996 in uh, in a prison, and uh, he's been kept alive because we don't have the death penalty here. Interesting. Yeah, I was just curious. Like, what are the Australian conspiracy theories? Thanks for sharing that. Tristan, anything else you want to share tonight? Oh, yeah, just about the... Um, all conspiracy theories don't revolve around 9-11. The Gulf of Tonkin, for instance, in the 60s, that, that would be considered a, a fairly uh, conspiracy theory type thing. In uh, in throughout the 20th century, what you're referencing is the fact that is now a fact that the uh, the U.S. government essentially lied about being attacked in the Gulf of Tonkin in order to uh, justify getting involved in the Vietnam conflict. That's correct. Yeah. So the questioning authority is a damn important thing. Thanks, Tristan, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And that's where I draw my line, as I'd mentioned before, is, you know, if you've got something that's concrete, like we can talk about history that we know is the case today, and maybe Mm -hmm. down the line the 9-11 thing will actually come around and there will be some sort of incontrovertible proof. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, in the case of the Gulf of Tonkin, uh, that it is true. I mean, there's no doubt about that. That's that's an acknowledged thing that uh, it's part of history now that – that they lied about that to get people into war in the same way everybody thought that uh, Pearl Harbor was this attack out of nowhere. Well, Which turns out, false. yeah, turns out that uh, Roosevelt at the time wanted them to attack Pearl Harbor. Doing financial terrorism against the Japanese and and, and all more kinds than that, they had like this eight point uh, plan that mm-hmm. they they instituted with the intention of goading the Japanese into a physical attack against them. And you, this information comes out, and and most people don't know these things today. And I think they're worth uh, they're worth talking about because you don't have to speculate, you don't have to theorize, and it's that line that I that's the line I draw. I, I would rather not uh, go into the world of speculation. I would rather focus on all of the things I can point to that are concrete undeniable, incontrovertible evidence that the government does lie, that the government hurts people, that it lies for the purpose of hurting people, that it, yeah. it just continues on doing this. And I think that I agree with Tristan, though. I mean, questioning the uh, the authority is, is certainly an important thing. Uh, I just my only problem with the conspiracy crowd is that seems to be all they do is focus not, is focus on the things that haven't been proven is focus on the speculative and and focus on it as though it's fact and call themselves the you know call it the truth and i think that's disingenuous
You know, I, I think it depends on where you look. And, and to some extent that goes on, but I think there's a lot of other things going on kind of beneath the surface that you're probably not aware of. By all means, do all the digging you want to, do all the research you want to, but uh, if I want to bring, bring people to liberty, I'm going to use what I know is, uh, is the absolute truth. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zempacs, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there completely free, and those features include our mobile site. Maybe you've got a smartphone. You can go to m.freetalklive.com for quick access to our streams as well as our uh, our, our podcast right there, m.freetalklive.com. Now, are you on any medications? Are you getting your meds at a local pharmacy? Well, if you are, you're probably paying too much. There is a better way. Discount, uh, discount prescription services will get you your meds at discounts as high as 70%, and they'll deliver them right to your door. All you have to do is go to meds.freetalklive.com, click Become a Member on the left side of the page. Their customer service is excellent, and they'll walk you through every step, and you'll save big time. Meds.freetalklive.com. All right, so we continue here. Steve is on the line in Canada. Steve, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, um, I mean, as far as the whole conspiracy theory side of it goes, I mean, the way I look at it is that just about every police investigation, when it initially starts out, they show up at a crime scene, they see two different sets of footprints. That's obviously a conspiracy between two people, and all they've got to go on is a theory at this point. I mean, you have one of the largest crimes ever committed in the United States, and you've got a conspiracy between multiple people. And when the government throws to you a bogus line of crap that is obviously refutable on many levels, then why, why is it so bad to then look at the evidence? And you've got 3,000 people that It's not bad that if day. that's what you want to spend your free time doing. I'm not no. saying don't get into it and don't, you know, I would but, caution you why, because I think it's a... That is cookery. Yeah, 3, yeah. I, well, I think that's three thousand families that lost people that day, and they didn't get the answers they're looking for. No, I, I, I didn't say case, it was. I didn't say that was cookery. Looking. I didn't say that was no, cookery. No, no, but that's the way but the that, media plays it. I think. Hold on. I think it, what the caller is pointing out here is that anytime you bring up the word conspiracy theory or theorist, mm-hmm. that's a loaded word, and the mainstream propaganda press has portrayed these people as crazy, Absolutely. just like they anarchists. Just like anarchists or these bomb-throwing... And look the other way and just say, okay, the government would never do anything like that. Without this particular event of 9-11, the Patriot Act 
would have not had a chance to come into place. If I'm not mistaken, that You don't one, know that. There might have been act. something else that they would have tacked that onto. They had the Patriot Act pre-written. It was ready to rock and roll. They plugged it in. They were ready they to go. They, just, they were looking for a reason. Big. Look, I get what you're saying, dude. I get what you're saying. You have valid justifications for your interest in the conspiracy movement. That's all fine and dandy. It just doesn't interest me. It has nothing to do with the liberty movement, I think, is is a little unusual because the whole idea of finding out who perpetrated this is to regain liberty, is to no, it's not. actually put... It'll do oh, nothing. It, it, Are you it, me? If you find out that George Bush and Dick Cheney were the ones that were behind the 9-11 thing, that they were the ultimate conspirators, although, of course, the conspiracy guys will say it's you know the shadowy people that we don't know, but let's just say it was uh, Dick Cheney and George Bush, the right. idea that they're going to somehow be brought up on charges by their own government it's is irrelevant. preposterous. You're right. It doesn't matter whether they're brought up on charges. What the point is is that we know that it wasn't 19 men with box cutters from a foreign country. Which is which the justification the used. The whole terrorist plot is thrown out the window again like all the other disproven, discredited terrorist things. It means that we don't have to live in fear. It means that we don't need the Patriot Act in place for us to for them to videotape us and iris scan us and fingerprint us. It's and too late everything. for that, dude. It's already happening. You think that you're going to change the zeitgeist because you think that you're going to change the zeitgeist because you somehow con- are going to convince people on this one issue? Who me by myself? No. No, I mean no you as in the conspiracy the movement. Truth movement is it is massive. It is millions around the world mm-hmm. that can make a difference. Like you can make a difference with your liberty movement to say that. You can't make a difference. Is is that what you're saying? That you can't. What make I'm a telling difference? you is, it won't matter in the scheme of things. In the same way that it doesn't matter that now it's a you know it's a known fact that the uh, the CIA was involved in the assassination of uh, John F. Kennedy. I mean, That's people right. know inherently that the government lies. They know that the the government is corrupt, and they know that the government is evil. So you'll just put one That's more right. brick on that wall. I, I don't know so, if I agree with that because I think. You know, the fact that it's it is becoming common knowledge that people are waking up to, you know, JFK, 9-11, whatever else is out there. Um, it's taking away those tools. It's preventing them from doing this. And you got to remember, 9-11 was the justification for the war in Iraq and Afghanistan. So speaking out against this, it, it really is the ultimate peace message. And I think that's what the caller is trying to get across here is that, you know, this is about you know, pointing out that this was a fraud and that there is no reason, there is no justification to go off killing all of these people around the world, and we need to pull the troops back and bring them home. It's all about liberty and peace and being able to exist in our day-to-day lives. I mean, your movement's as important as the 9-11 Truth Movement because you're trying to achieve something that was taken away as well. I mean... No, no, nobody's ever had liberty. Yeah. What you what's that? No, it's, it hasn't been uh, taken away. Uh, there certainly there have been more infringements upon the freedoms that people have had, but uh, and there's never been true liberty because people have always been controlled by uh, by others. So and, no, it's and an incorrect people statement. People always want to be controlled by others. That's fine. Well, they should they should be able to be controlled. Look, man, I get it. If it floats your boat to di- you know dig into all the conspiracy stuff, that's fine. I don't want to spend every night of my life. 
talking about these issues or bringing up these matters because I don't believe it's the most expeditious path to that end goal of liberty. And I think I've made my point pretty clearly on that. And if you think it's it's so much more efficient to try to convince people uh, to the ideas of freedom by first convincing them about 9-11 or something else like that, then by all means, go ahead. I mean, some people seem to believe that's more effective. No, I wouldn't even know about your movement if it wasn't for 9-11, though. So many people have been woken up by the fact that 9-11 was a shock to everybody's system, to the people that are waking up and realizing that the government could do something that bad, or the people within the government could do something that bad. To me, I mean, I wouldn't have been attracted to GCN. I wouldn't have ever found your radio program, which I I can't deny that, dude. I mean, I'm glad that, that, that the conspiracy movement brought you in. That doesn't mean that it's the most expeditious way to do it. I mean, the politics brought me in, too. I mean, if it weren't for the Harry Brown campaign, I might not be sitting here right now. So that's great, but that doesn't mean that politics is the most effective way to achieve liberty in our lifetime, either. No, but to to put someone down for using the 9-11 truth or to say that that doesn't take people towards the liberty movement, I think, is... Is a little... Generally, it does not. The, liber- the, really? the conspiracy videos focus on the conspiracy theory, not giving people an answer about what liberty is or explaining you know, the non-aggression principle or the ideas behind uh, liberty or anything like that. There's no liberty, generally, there's no liberty component to the conspiracy movement. There is maybe a tangent there. in some of the discussions, in some of the shows, there may be some guests that have that particular perspective when they go off in other directions that are more useful, like when Alex Jones talks about the police state. That's far more useful, in my opinion, than uh, speculation about what might have happened. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. I want the quickest path to liberty, and I don't believe the conspiracy world is that. It's a dangerous rabbit hole. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, bring up anything, 800-259-9231, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231, join us on our website at freetalklive.com, we'll give you the features on the site there for free, so enjoy those on us, again, that's freetalklive.com. And some of the features there include our Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies that have taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing they are listeners of this program. You can go to shrine.freetalklive.com to see that. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. If you're a lady listener, you can get the details on how to be part of the Shrine there, shrine.freetalklive.com. How soon do you want to start teaching that child that's special to you about the ideas of liberty? Or maybe more than one child that's special to you. Well... Mark 
figured he couldn't start soon enough. An Island Called Liberty is a picture book for children, and he reads it to his son Jack all of the time. It's kind of like uh, Ayn Rand meets Dr. Seuss. It's simple story, graceful rhymes, and beautiful illustrations on every page will make it one of any child's favorites. Go to freemarketunderdog.com, see some samples in order today. You get a 10% discount if you use the coupon code FTL, as in Free Talk Live. So go to freemarketunderdog.com and order yourself an island called Liberty, or order it for your little friends uh, and family members. 800-259-9231. You can take control of these airwaves. I'm glad, Sam, that we've come to at least one agreement here tonight. What's that? Uh, in this, uh, what I would call the great, or maybe not so great, conspiracy debate, <laughs> depending on your perspective. Uh, and that is that the conspiracy world, the movement in general, does not approach things from a liberty perspective despite all of the people who say well yeah. i would have i was brought into the movement because of the uh, the conspiracy world that's great i don't denounce that i don't deny that there are ways you can be led into it for instance uh, one of the earlier callers mentioned that mark or myself appeared on the alex jones program uh, once mm-hmm. in the past stefan molyneux now has appeared on the alex jones program and i think that's useful too because it's putting ideas you know alex is getting ideas too from these guests and people oh, that yeah, he has absolutely. on and, and that's going to help maybe move him in the right direction as well but uh in general it's a rabbit hole that doesn't have a whole lot of offshoots to liberty it's offshoots to other parts of the rabbit hole that take you deeper into you know in some cases crazy land uh you know with the whole lizard people or whatever the the holograms shooting down the uh, the pentagon or what there's just all kinds of stuff out there and you can go as far as you want to go and spend as much time and pour as many hours into that as you want without ever coming across a positive message of okay here's what we can do about this yes the government is evil the government is hurting people and here is a solution that is more than just let's bring them up on charges or let's elect Ron Paul or, you know, whatever the uh, the solutions are that might be being proposed. It seems to be uh, that it is a uh, I don't know if we're agreeing at this point, but it seems yeah, to be you, you've lost me. Yeah. I, I was with you on everything up until the rabbit hole leads to, you know, craziness or whatever. I, for me, the rabbit hole has led to a, sort of a spiritual awakening and, and getting a picture of what I see is coming down the road in the next few years. And that's really a, a golden age that mankind is going to enter into. I don't think we're going to even have a government around for that much longer. But you're a spiritual kind of guy. Like That's yeah. that's something you're into and in I, the first place. I absolutely agree that there is no sort of outward focus. There is no big picture underlying theme of liberty that, no, it's just that one outlines theory after these conspiracy another. theories. And that's a problem. So, you know, I think that eventually with time that'll come out as we get more people, you know, to come around to these ideas and start presenting them in a slightly different way that, you know, that's just sort of a growing pain. I don't think that the the conspiracy people should be ignored. I don't think that they should be ostracized. I think that they should be, you know, that they should be brought into the movement and shown, hey, look, here are some answers. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, we agree on these things. Here are some of the things we agree on. And then show them how things can change. Because if you look at some of the stuff that we've touched on tonight, the 9-11, the chemtrails, all that stuff, none of it would be possible without the government, right? I mean, none of, oh, this, yeah, uh, none of this evil, none of the war, the war over in Iraq and the millions of people that have been killed by governments around the world, 
the ending this decrepit idea of government is the most useful thing that uh, that we can do. And if there's some way to inject that into the conspiracy movement, then that's great. Maybe that'll spread and then it, it'll become a more positive liberty-oriented movement. But until then, it's a very defeatist, very negative uh, movement that just leads people into the realm of uh, despair. And I think that's very destructive. Yeah, I think they haven't caught on to the concept of unintended consequences yet, of how whenever government moves in and does something, it's doing it by force. It's threatening our friends and neighbors in order to make the world work a way that somebody in government thinks it should. And that creates all kinds of problems. And all of these things arise out of this desire to control others. And, you know, eventually, yeah, I I think that it will evolve and people will sort of get that. This may not be the best path, but would you rather have uh, a a smaller liberty movement or a few people that are into the conspiracy theories and may seem a little crazy, but meanwhile you get, you know, another 10 percent of this much larger movement? Finding the ma- the message of liberty, yeah. finding Stefan Molyneux, finding Free Talk right. Live, Liberty just, Radio Network. Yeah, I just like the. Uh, I, you're right. I mean, that's why I say I like the idea of helping maybe encourage them in the the more positive direction. I wasn't uh, when I came into the liberty movement. I don't think I was spending my time doing the the right things, the things mm-hmm. that I think were the most effective. But I had to do it in order to learn what I shouldn't do. So there's something to be said for having to make mistakes and and learning all of that. Uh, but but having the messengers out there in that movement is very valuable. And yes. uh, and so the more that we can do that, uh, the the better off I think everybody's going to be. And you know, to the conspiracy guys' credit, one of the things they really get is the uh, the two party system is a bunch of bunk. Yes, that's one thing that they put out there quite a bit and i think that's that's pretty valuable um so i want to make sure i give them credit for that one but they don't have a anything else like the okay we get it that the two-party system's bunk then what well then they're working within that system to make sure for instance ron paul they were trying to cheat him out of the uh head of the finance committee overseeing the fed so they flooded the the house speaker's uh office with phone calls and and he was confirmed for that so you know, there are a lot of things there that you may not be aware of that are going on day to day where people are taking action. They are, you know, getting in front of city councils. That's one of the things that Alex Jones has started encouraging in the last, uh, I don't know, three or four months is really get active locally. See what you can do at your local city council to talk to them, whether it's about fluoride or whatever. And he says, you know, do it with mainstream media articles and facts and studies and things because there is that crazy aspect to it. If you just get up there and say, hey, they're trying to kill us and putting poison in the water. You got to stop it. You know, that doesn't work. So. All right. So uh, net neutrality or the oil spill, Sam, you pick. Oh, let's do net neutrality because I've got a great follow up story with out of uh, Venezuela. I don't know if we'll have time for a follow up, but uh, here we go from Wired. Just to give you some idea of what happened Uh, in a closely watched vote, the FCC approved compromise net neutrality rules Tuesday, meaning compromising freedom uh, Mm -hmm. that would forbid the nation's largest cable and DSL Internet service providers from blocking or slowing online services while leaving wireless companies with much more latitude. After five years of contentious debate that polarized the tech policy world, FCC Chief Julius Genachowski made good on Barack Obama's campaign pledge to strengthen rules on the nation's ISPs. The measure, which passed three to two along party lines, did not go as far as supporters would have liked, but the FCC faced steep resistance from D.C. Republicans and the powerful telecom lobbying machine. The FCC's order is a milestone in the multi-year battle over so-called net neutrality, which is the principle that broadband service providers shouldn't be able to interfere 
interfere or block web traffic or favor their own services at the expense of smaller rivals. Without net neutrality, which ensures that everyone has open access to the Internet, revolutionary web startups like Google, Facebook, and Twitter may never have gotten off the ground, proponents argue. Uh, the three- and, and they're trying to solve a problem that doesn't exist today. I mean, right, everybody's fine. Internet's fine. <laughs> there is equality today. Yeah. The uh, three new rules. And I think that and that's a great point, Sam, because I think that this it's basically based on fear. This idea that we need net neutrality because yeah. big corporations are going to do it's all It's based this. on money. These big corporations are trying to come up with a new revenue stream. Well, it's... And, and I don't think it would play very well, the idea that somebody's internet connection is going to be throttled. I mean, we're used to more broadband. We're used to greater speeds. If some internet connector, you know, some ISP all of a sudden throttles their connections and makes everything slow, that's going to cause a real upset. Mm-hmm. So I think the market can handle But more coming back here. Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain and enough time maybe for your thoughts. If you want to add them in here at 800-259-9231, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you'll find there completely free. So uh, if you want to help out Free Talk Live, you're welcome to do so. There's an easy way to do it, and that is to get your shopping done at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Tis the holiday week, and I believe that if you want to order and, and get your stuff in time for Christmas Eve, you need to do it tonight. Uh, it's my understanding that... It, it's getting unless, close. Yeah, you're going to have to get overnight shipping, but you can pull it off. It's not too late. <laughs> Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. A portion of the sale will go to Free Talk Live if you enter through that portal. Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. And I believe that applies even if you're buying like gift certificates, too. So keep that in mind as well. Uh, so Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. You know them, the world's largest internet retailer. They sell pretty much everything that you might be looking for. And, of course, a lot of folks might have a, a few extra bucks to spend after the Christmas holidays. Of course, that's a good place to go to avoid all the craziness at the malls and the, uh, the parking lots. Just do it all from home. Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. As we continue here with the story about net neutrality from Wired.com, reporting here on uh, what what happened today at the FCC voting in favor of some rules regarding the so-called net neutrality. They didn't go as far as they might like to, but they will eventually. Just give them time. Uh, they the government always has to start somewhere and then yeah. build. Uh, their I mean, control. they're starting. They don't even have authority to regulate cable and and internet to begin with. So oh, really? This is a pretty big step for them just out of the gate. So wait, they don't have authority to do it, but they're doing it anyway. Is that mm-hmm. what you're saying? I see. So the three new rules that will go into effect early next year force Internet service providers to be transparent about how they handle network congestion, prohibit them from blocking traffic such as Skype on wired networks, and outlaw unreasonable discrimination on those networks, meaning they can't put an online video service in the slow lane to benefit their own video services. Uh, The measure pleased few and raised howls of outrage from those who say the measure will stifle broadband investment and those who say the measure doesn't do enough to keep online innovation thriving. 
as though you need to have the government to step in to ensure that innovation will thrive. And you pointed out in the very beginning of the show, Sam, was the most important point about this, that these regulations and the concerns they're designed to address come about because of regulation in the first place, in right. the form of local governments not allowing competition, in the form of you only basically having, to, in most places, to choose from cable and DSL, and that's it. We're starting to see some wireless options mm-hmm. come out, which is good. I think we would have uh, massive wireless mesh networks that would connect and, and be their own internet to where, you know, Free Talk Live, you could have a wireless uh, connection tower. here tower of some kind that's providing uh, wireless to the neighbors and so forth and and interconnecting with other ne- mesh networks uh, that that would eventually sort of span the globe but we don't because because the FCC regulates all the wireless and the local towns also don't want anybody to put up a lot of towns towers have a real thing so against towers they're so ugly <laughs> but right. i saw a newspaper newspaper article recently here in the the Cheshire County area talking about the on one hand, that people want cell phone coverage out in the woods. I mean, we live here in New Hampshire. We're in the city of Keene right now, but and there's decent coverage here in the city. And you go outside the city, you're in the woods, there's hardly anything out there. Yeah. Uh, so people want the coverage out there, but on the other they don't like the ugly towers. Hey, I'll, so, I'll rent our land out for a tower. You get lots of money for that. So. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. You know, I, I think what they're really trying to do here is raise the cost of the Internet. Because eventually what what's going to come out is some kind of ridiculous reciprocal compensation payment agreement on the wholesale side between the cert, the content providers like YouTube and Google and the different websites, Free Talk Live, and the end users. Right now, the end subscribers are paying for the network upgrades and so forth that they're using to access the internet. And then also the content providers are paying uh, when they, like you pay a certain amount to get bandwidth to do the show from and to, to host all of your files and so forth. Eventually, a portion of that gets paid to the backbone providers who make it available worldwide. But I think what they're doing is trying to add this third tier in there where the content gets measured and controlled and charged for, and eventually it's all going to get passed down to the end users. So it's just going to make the cost of Internet access increase, and that's what government is so great at doing. Despite. Uh, according to the story here again at Wired.com, they, uh, despite promising to fulfill Obama's campaign promise of enacting network neutrality rules to protect an open Internet, the FCC has instead prioritized the profits of corporations like AT&T over those of the general public, Internet entrepreneurs, and local businesses across the country, said the director of the New America Foundation's Open Technology Initiative. Uh, he served on the Idealistic Technology, Media, and Telecom Working Group during the 2008 campaign for Obama. And Genachowski, the Federal Commission's uh, Federal Communications Commission guy, was in charge of that very group. He chided what he called extremists on both sides for their chutzpah. He said the new rules would advance the administration's goal of making America's broadband system the freest and fastest in the world. Somehow, I doubt that's Wait, their goal. America has some of the slowest internet access rates and the least Absolutely. availability of countries around the world. So Isn't it Japan that's really uh, knocking Japan, them down there? I think uh, some of the uh, Sweden Aren't or others Norway. in the hundreds of megabits the, Yeah, now? there are there are towns that have 100 megabit uh, internet access to most of the people. To homes. To, to homes, consumers. Yeah. 
Uh, here in most places, I mean, around here, you can't get fiber unless you're paying 800 a month to have it run specifically to your house. Mm-hmm. And it's just great. 800 I, well, a month. For- and I had fiber at my old house, but I could get 15 meg was the fastest. And well, that there's, was Verizon Fios. Yeah, Fios and the uh, similar services are slowly being rolled out. And mm-hmm. I've heard that uh, Comcast has a new Doxis specification that brings up it could bring the speeds up to the hundreds of megabits. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're right, Sam. I mean, we're behind the ball in this country. And the yes. idea that the government needs to make moves in order to make that uh, faster is so, so counterproductive. So according to Wired, what has really changed here? Although there's much sound and fury being devoted to the new rules, in reality, they differ little from the principles put into place by former Republican chairman Michael Powell in 2005. Those principles set the foundation for the concepts of transparency, non-discrimination, and reasonable network management at the heart of the FCC's present order. Comcast, the nation's largest cable company, offered cautious support for the new rules. Their executive VP said this, While we look forward to reviewing the final order, the rules as described generally appear intended to strike a workable balance between the needs of the marketplace for certainty and everyone's desire that Internet openness be preserved. Most importantly, this approach removes the cloud of whatever the heck. So Comcast is in in favor of this, which means that they, you know, this is one of the evil big corporations yeah. supposedly saying that they like this these new rules. Uh, I, I, it, it goes back. I'm telling you, it goes back to the revenue stream and the all of the regulation because they're also going to be able to use this regulation to force the smaller ISPs out and further consolidate the uh, the few carriers who are providing internet access. Let's see here. Uh, continuing, the Comcast, AT&T, and Verizon had vigorously opposed an earlier plan, which still exists on their docket, which would have reclassified broadband as a communication service. That would have given the commission clear authority to enforce net neutrality, but opponents likened it to returning to the days of government regulation of the phone network. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it could have been worse, and maybe it will it'll, get it'll worse. Get there, yeah. um, but uh, nonetheless... I, I, you know, it's just so sad that people can't just allow the marketplace to work because even with the limited co- uh, competition in the marketplace, it seems unlikely that you would have uh, cartels because people want speed. When mm-hmm. people look at, I don't know about you, but when I look at the internet, I want it to go faster, right? Yeah. When I, I've been on cable since the mid 1990s. Sarasota was a test market for Comcast way back. It was one of the first markets where they were testing uh, cable, and I would never have like the idea of going back to dial-up after you get on uh, broadband <laughs> is a. I can't live out in the woods unless I have internet. I can't go back. You know, I'm hooked on it. And I think a lot of people are that way. The people that use the internet frequently, they want it to go faster. And the idea that there's this scary possibility that all the big communications providers are going to throttle YouTube back and, you know, prevent uh, all these websites from uh, from going fast in favor of their own services or whatever, it seems so speculative and so unrealistic because in most places you do have at least a choice. You can go through, uh, you know, here in Keene, for instance, you can get cable, you can get DSL, you can also get some uh, broadband, you can get 3G, you can get uh, a Wi-Fi connection or wireless connection. So it would seem to me that if one of those companies decided, well, we're going to start throttling back YouTube and make it so our video service goes faster and screw all you people that want to watch YouTube – well, that's going to all of a sudden ring the phones at the the competitor. I mean, the DSL guys are going to be going crazy doing installs if uh, ca- the local cable companies start doing those things. And the market can handle this. Well, and that's why they're going to get the FCC to step in here and do it for them so that it becomes this ubiqu- 
you beat so they can't compete based yeah, on so that basically everybody has to follow these same rules and then they can start changing the rules over time and customers won't have any choice yeah. this is about eliminating choice and turning the internet into something like the government can control so the, then the government the, can decide these things well the cable network where you pick the channels and pick the package you want of the website you're allowed to go to Ooh, that's not a good idea not at all all right, we're out of time. Hey, thanks, Sam, for uh, being here tonight, Thank as you. always. Go to his website, ObscuredTruth.com, and ours is freetalklive.com. See you tomorrow night. Welcome to Living Healthy Naturally. With information and advice on how to improve your health and wellness with natural remedies and nutritional healing, here's renowned naturopathic doctor and certified nutritionist, Dr. Lindsay Duncan. I'm often asked by my clients about superfruits, those exotic fruits that are dynamos of nutrition that everyone is talking about these days. One of the best of these miraculous fruits that is getting a lot of attention and notoriety is called acai, which is known as the beauty berry. The acai berry naturally contains omega-3, 6, and 9 fatty acids, protein, and how many fruits can say they contain protein? Acai also contains fiber, anthocyanins, and a host of other very powerful nutrients. It is truly worthy of the title of a superfruit. Because acai berries are impossible to obtain at your local grocery store, Genesis Today has created a great tasting juice that contains this wonderful superfruit and a host of other nutrients in a healthy, delicious juice. It's called acai berry juice, and it provides all the benefits of the acai berry in every 8-ounce serving. Drink a glass of delicious acai berry juice, and you'll be getting everything you need for a healthy body. To learn more about living healthy, naturally, and acai berry juice, please visit genesistoday.com. Acai berry juice is available in the refrigerated section next to the OJ at all Walmart, Sam's Club, and Super Target locations.